0: Welcome to Sweet Valley Diaries, the podcast where crafting your entire persona as a lie fueled by bitterness and enjoying making the monkeys dance for your own private amusement is all just a normal, healthy part of being sixteen.
1: Is that like an official thing for this book, or did you write? No, that? I wrote that. Oh, that's great. Thanks, Will. That's insane. <laughs> Thank <though. laughs> like, you. It's
0: accurate, though. Wouldn't like you say?
1: of an insane person. Yeah, but it's but accurate, rampant. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. Book number 11, Too Good to Be True. Is Suzanne as perfect as she seems? Welcome to Sweet Valley Diaries. I am your host, Marissa Flaxbart, and with me today are two just beautiful people.
1: <laughs> Trust her.
0: Just. Uh, Mr. Stribling, yeah. W.J. Stribling. William
1: Joseph Stribling. Marissa <laughs> calls me by my first name, and Sinead, who's about to be introduced, calls me by... The abbreviation of my middle name.
0: Well, <laughs> well, now that you've started, would you like to introduce Sinead?
1: Yeah, so sitting to my left, to the listeners, your right, would be my dear friend Sinead Prasad. Hello.
2: Hello. Hello. <laughs>
1: Hello.
0: Hi. Hi. Well, I'm really happy to have you guys here. Um, I know that you know each other from college, mm-hmm. right? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. We went to NYU together.
0: Yes. Uh, hence, yeah. part of the reason why I asked you to be here today, sure. because we have a book that features the Big Apple.
2: Pretty
1: much it's how we sure. experience it. Oh,
2: totally. totally. Yes. Well, parties I parties in my honor all the time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> in your honor. Yes.
0: So, uh, Francine Pascal, I believe, also from New York. Really? So, uh, so we'll visit New York in right. this book, right. which is book number 11, Too Good to Be True.
1: So. So I would just like to interject that I think a better title for this book would be too good to be true, but with T-W-O, because of Twins.
0: Because of Twins. The yeah. Wakefield Twins.
1: Mm-hmm. I just thought that it could use... But it,
2: little, that one, yeah. it doesn't have anything to do with the Twins, the title. If it was... this true. Then yes. So you guys went to NYU together, uh-huh. and now he uh, live in L.A., yeah. and um, I know that you have worked together on some projects. Yeah, totally. So our story of starting to work together again was my brother and I had written the script... Um, Edgar Allan Poe's Murder Mystery Dinner Party. I think that's the title. Who knows anymore? Um, and we were looking for a director. And I went lo- logged on Facebook one day and saw a trailer for Joe's new movie, Bear With Us. And I was like, this is totally the vibe we want. I wonder if there's any chance he would want to direct for us. And he did. And and I, I got her
1: email in the parking lot of the Staples on Sunset Boulevard. I'll always remember Aww. where I was. I, I, I didn't know that. I don't remember what I was buying at Staples, but I was like, yeah. I'll read it. First, I read it. Yeah. Expecting it to be really bad. Not because they're bad writers, but because everything is bad.
0: Everything is yeah. bad, yeah. And then it was yeah. really
1: good, and
0: you know. Yeah. So, listeners, I also can vouch for everything being really great. You guys can uh, check out Shipwrecked Comedy mm-hmm. on YouTube mm-hmm. um, and Poe Party specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Edgar Allan Poe's yeah. Mr. Call po <laughs> pa- yeah. Everyone calls it Poe
1: Party. It's abbreviated
2: to.
0: Party. Great! So that being said, are you guys ready to uh, dig into Too Good To Be True? Yeah,
1: though so. I will say that I think I asked you to do this with me because you tweeted something about this, no? I did. Okay, and I just assumed that you were like a fan of the books or hadn't read it them. It
2: was because we, we took did a Twitter takeover as our characters, uh, Edgar and Lenore, okay. and somebody asked Lenore what her favorite book series was, and I said as her, Sweet Valley High. I have never, never read, read any of but these But you books. knew enough
1: about them. Yeah. To, see, I never knew that this existed until mm-hmm. Marissa started doing her... Well, had you been doing the blog for a long time? For a really long time, okay. yeah. So I didn't day. know about them until I met you.
0: You knew of the series. Right. You didn't. But you for did both not. of you, this is your first Sweet Valley yeah. High novel? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty exciting. Yeah. And what a novel to start with. I feel like oh, I say boy. that almost every time. Really? My guest has never read a novel before. I was thinking about that, that it's always the thing of, you guys, this book is way different from the other books. Mm-hmm. But if I say that every time, maybe they're all all—they're all kind of like this. Uh, let's talk about the cover, though, to get started.
1: Uh, let's. You know, on the left, I assume that's supposed to be the Suzanne. Yes. Not as pretty as I w- pictured her in my head. Because they go to great lengths. And by they, I mean... The, the 50 writers who probably mm-hmm. wrote this thing, uh, they, they go to great lengths to, to make sure you know that there's never been a person on this earth that has been yeah. as attractive. Right, as she's Suzanne. physically
0: perfect. Right. And she, in this case, being Suzanne Dublin, uh-huh. the lead character of this book. Now, Suzanne Dublin is very beautiful, right? Yes. Uh, well, in the book, she looks just like everybody on these covers looks. Yeah. And she's looking at herself in the mirror.
2: She looks like Vanessa from Little Mermaid, she's but yeah. she's Ursula when she becomes a oh, woman. Okay. But she should actually look like the cartoon version because she is hot.
1: Yeah, okay. Vanessa, she does look from, a lot like that.
2: Yeah, and she's then, doing the like mirror pose.
0: The other person on the cover is Elizabeth mm-hmm.
1: or uh, Jessica. They're identical twins. Well,
0: though. but Jessica and Suzanne never meet.
1: Mm. So it's well, Elizabeth. you're right; they never did meet.
2: Elizabeth is looking a lot like a gym teacher. Her <laughs> Just polo. her whole her polo shirt yeah. look.
0: She's wearing her gold lavalier, right? which will factor into this book. Oh, she yeah. and Jessica have matching ones. Exactly. And Elizabeth, the look on Elizabeth's face is... Skeptical. Yeah. Suspicious.
1: Which, you know, that doesn't even come into play till like the last three pages of the yeah. book. but uh... I
0: think she's saying, what's really going on with this chick? Mm-hmm. That's what the look on her face says. Yeah. So perhaps the listeners are wondering what the hell we're talking about, because Suzanne Devlin is a new character in
1: this uh-huh. book. Well, they should pause right now and go read the book. <laughs> also, there's a point in the book where you're going to want to pause reading the book and go read East of Eden, and then come back <laughs> yes. to this book, and then come back to the podcast. East of like, Eden sexy.
0: comes yeah. into play. I made a note of that, so we can uh, we can bring that up. Mm-hmm. Um, Suzanne Devlin is a young woman from New York City. Her home? father, Tom, mm-hmm. I think is his name, is a friend of Mr. Wakefield's, and they've arranged this sort of like daughter swap. like
2: par- Like not parent trap?
1: This totally Tra- unnecessary exchange student situation, right, but yeah. not a student situation because it's during a spring break, yeah. which lasts for two weeks. Right. Back in nineteen eighty four, I guess. So
2: they trade right? places, but only oh, one of the point. twins. Right? They never go to school. Yeah. They never go to school. It's always on yeah.
1: break. Yeah,
0: that's true. They never go to school.
1: And in this father's infinite wisdom, decided it would be a good idea to send his one of his mm-hmm. twins to split only them up. Only one. To a place where she would have no one to interact with whatsoever and be alone in a penthouse all the time.
0: In book 10, this trip was teased. Uh, Suzanne's going to become visiting from New York, and maybe one of you t- two girls can get to go. We might You might think that this whole book would be about the decision of who's going to get to go because of all the drama that's placed right. on it in book 10. But no, uh, just they the first chapter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they flip a coin, and Elizabeth wins the coin toss. I did not yeah. really
1: care at all about going to New York. The book
0: opens with Jessica just whining, pleading, please let me go.
2: Yeah. She says if she doesn't get to go, she'll be too depressed to ever... Go to college.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. And that she will make money as a gypsy fortune teller.
2: Yes. Yeah. This cool. begins the problematic. <laughs> so, this,
1: having but. never read one of these uh, Sweet Baby High books, which we, is hey, I've, yeah. I've been calling it forever, uh, and I can't stop and I won't stop. Uh,
2: I
0: like it.
1: It's it's pretty good. And it should just be the like the Muppet Babies version of Sweet Dallin <laughs> and Sweet Baby High. Oh,
0: that's a good idea. Uh,
1: but they're in a normal high school. They're like baby geniuses. Anyway, <laughs> not what I meant to say. I meant to say that because I'd never read these and I had been told they were going to get like insane, yeah. I thought that Jessica, having been denied a trip to New York because they're identical twins, was going to pretend to be her twin <laughs> sister to go on this trip and like uh... force her twin sister to... Be like her. I don't know. Maybe that's something that they've already done. That's a like kind the swap of of, uh, Yeah, no. but like that's the that scenes... thing that would happen in this. Series okay, so I sure. wasn't way off yeah. base, but I was a little disappointed that 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 didn't happen. And uh, you
0: know, well, Jessica has a lot of fantasies about what's going to happen when she's in New right. York, which are kind of the best part of the first chapter. No. Um, but uh, Elizabeth wins the coin toss, mm-hmm. but Jessica is still scheming about how she's yeah. going to get to go anyway. But one of the things that uh, Jessica fantasizes uh, is this. I don't know if you guys noticed this. I bet you did. (laughs) Suddenly, a hand touches her arm. She turns. Pardon me, Mick Jagger says, I believe this next dance is mine.
1: Yeah, that was sorry, I didn't great. do
0: an accent. I could have. I that sounded could've. just
1: like Mick Jagger. Oh,
2: thank you, um,
0: thank you. I did do
2: an accent. So, so we've dated ourselves a little bit. Uh-huh. Yeah, but this. I looked it up, you guys. Mick, was Mick
1: Jagger was would have been,
0: been in his forties.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was honestly
2: Peacock Jagger. I don't know. That's the least
1: <laughs> problematic thing in this book. Is this girl? <laughs> who's, how old are they? 16? Sixteen. Getting with. McJagger. Yeah. Also, I love the fact that they're 16, and this necklace that comes into mm-hmm. play later was given to her on her 16th birthday, and it's like her most prized yeah. possession. Yeah. And so they make it seem probably like probably
0: a few months. Ago. Yeah,
1: it was or last week. Who yeah.
0: knows? Okay, Just, In case you couldn't tell already, listeners, Jessica uh, essentially cons Elizabeth into letting her go, and Elizabeth decides she doesn't really care that much. Mm-hmm. Jessica obviously cares more. Right. Um, Well,
1: Elizabeth doesn't want to leave her boyfriend.
2: And Jessica makes it sound like Todd, her boyfriend, is totally going to cheat on her. Oh, yeah. Yes, Jessica makes up a story that Lila Fowler
0: has a crush on Todd. Mm -hmm. And then tells Elizabeth, like, you can ask Carol Walker. She'll back me
2: up. And Elizabeth knows she's lying. Yeah. And is still just like, all right, you got (laughs) me.
0: (laughs) She says, I get the feeling that you're trying to, I'm trying to be talked out of this trip. Or I get the feeling that I'm being talked out of this trip. Jessica takes that tiny opening and just, like, bursts through it. She's like, oh, my God, Liz, thank you so much. And she runs downstairs. She's like, you guys won't believe it. Elizabeth's letting me go to New York, even though she won the coin toss. And Elizabeth's like, I
2: didn't, okay. Yeah. She's like, man. All right. This girl is
0: crazy. So, Jessica's daydreaming about what a great time she's going to have. Meanwhile, Elizabeth is super psyched to meet Suzanne. And Suzanne arrives on the plane. Their planes, like, just miss each other. Mm-hmm. There's a kind of interesting scene where they're going through the airport security. And it's like, oh, your plane's going to board any minute. And they haven't gone through the security yet. Right. Right. And that's also dates the... Also, the, oh,
1: yeah. the fact that the family was all let through security right. to the gate, which, mm-hmm. like, I remember that yeah. being a thing yeah. in uh-huh. the 90s, but uh, man, that's that dated it pretty. Yeah. Hard.
0: So, Suzanne, then, her plane arrives, and she is the most beautiful woman anyone's ever seen. Mm-hmm. Violet and, eyes. and
1: she's 16, like, just, just yeah. to, you know...
0: Her yeah. perfect body makes Elizabeth feel that
2: her size 6 body is not perfect oh enough. Who do they
1: say looks like a zipper if she turned to the side and stuck out their tongue? Like, oh, what does think, that even mean? I think
2: Stephen, the brother, says that about Elizabeth.
1: Well, you guys, I was... About <laughs> his little sister.
2: No, I was brainstorming a segment
0: that we could have for season 2 of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Stephen
1: Chronicles. It's all about the brother Stephen.
0: Well, we could do that. Actually, <laughs> Stephen does start to factor more into these books. No, but I was thinking we could have forced, forced metaphor. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like the zipper thing uh, kind of falls into that, where she tells him that he's puny. Mm-hmm. And right. she says, he's like, hey, who are you calling puny? And she's like, if you stuck your tongue out, you'd look just like a zipper. Like, I don't know yeah. what, what Yeah. Means.
2: Like, I don't even need to, I don't want to visualize mm-hmm. that.
0: Another candidate for force metaphor is the part where Jessica thinks how The boys back home are like wet clay in her hands, (laughs) which, like, I get what they're trying to Mm say—that she can just manipulate them. But But wet wet clay clay is really messy
1: too. Yeah, and they—those boys are, Mm. yeah, super messy.
0: Um, so Suzanne Devlin, first impressions?
1: Hot, super skinny, so skinny, kind of
2: like. Just very sweet.
1: But also, like, the nicest person ever. She does Mm -hmm. all the dishes and the laundry. That's the best part, is that, like, obviously, spoiler, like, she turns out to be evil. Mm -hmm. But for 90% of the book, in her head, she's thinking, like, oh, these, like, fucking hicks, I'm gonna, like you know like I can't yeah. you know I'm laughing at them constantly but she puts outwardly she puts in all the work of being a great house guest yeah. so I'm not sure who's <laughs> honestly who's the who, parents
2: yeah. would probably still come away from this being like she was well, a fine she house she did
1: guest. all those dishes she
2: makes french toast uh-huh. with yeah, like yeah, she lemon
1: breakfast yeah and
2: she does all these chores
0: she's yeah. constantly helping them out she's so sweet to them and everybody loves her uh-huh. the boys are obsessed
1: with her meanwhile, all the boys she hates them all secretly
0: meanwhile she hates them all secretly and the book is so clever it doesn't let us into that and until fairly far on mm-hmm. when we finally yeah. get our first glimpse into Suzanne's inner monologue. Yeah, yeah. And it is dark. It's, it's not just like, dark. Eh. It's like we recently, um, I recently read a the first Super Edition book, which uh-huh. was the hiatus episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a character in that we get into, she does a similar act. Her name is Courtney. A similar act to the Suzanne yeah. Devlin thing. But her inner monologue is nowhere near as dark as Suzanne's, yeah. which is just like, um, she, I, I hate everybody, and someday everyone will will learn that they yeah, can't treat me like will this.
2: Hate it's these hicks, like they're so, yeah, yeah. She's going through some stuff,
0: yeah. And but meanwhile, who is she kidding? Because she's the one who's constantly nice. Like she doesn't have a single person, I don't think, in her entire life that uh, knows no. that, no. that right. she so is be bad inside. It's just all for her own yeah. enjoyment. So if uh, you. Were reading this book and you were shocked by the revelation that Suzanne is actually bad. I was not. Well, good. I'm glad because there's the a record. big, there's a big, uh, a big red flag right off the bat. The
1: title of the book.
0: the uh, The title of the book, yes. But I was actually thinking of Suzanne's name, which is, of course, Suzanne Devlin. Uh, like D E V L I N. Like mm-hmm. not super creative. I was thinking about Suzanne. Like, well, does Suzanne mean something? And you know, it rhymes with. Satan, you know.
1: I don't. <laughs> yes, yep. that's tan. the red flag. Satan beef. The red flag I was referring to is the pink flag on the the, the cover. That is, there's an oh, actual yeah. pink flag. Speaking of, of colors, there at one point at the end, some girls' hair is or some girl or guy they, they reference it as being carrot red, mm-hmm. I'm like orange. <laughs> carrot red is not <laughs> a red. like. Oh, they flip their carrot red hair, and I'm like that is not read <laughs> just
2: in general I know we're still talking about Suzanne but just a small little the amount to which they describe every girl's good looks how
1: good is there any there's ugly no people no
2: bad looking person in this town the, and she, no Winston. Like, yeah, like oh, Winston yeah oh yeah yes Winston who really makes a fool of himself in
0: this book uh-huh. but also then ends up saving the day yeah. so yeah. let's let's walk people through it do you guys right. want to we can talk about Elizabeth first and then we can talk about Jessica sure sure so sure. sure. Um, Elizabeth is. As in... they all know,
1: I'm sure if they've listened to this yeah. podcast, that Elizabeth is a normal, sweet person.
0: Yes. If anybody Elizabeth. is listening to this episode still and you've never listened to an episode <laughs> of the show before, just stop right now and go back to the beginning, or even just like because we're going to set the bar episode. too
1: high and nothing else will yeah. top it.
0: That's what I really. meant. Yeah. One of the very first things that happens in this book that is kind of important and sort of clever, I thought, as a device, is that they go swimming mm-hmm. at the Wakefields' pool. And Elizabeth notices that Suzanne is an amazing swimmer. Yeah. It's just like on top of everything else. That's she's right like about the Suzanne. Michael
1: Phelps of sixteen-year-old female swimmers.
0: She does twelve because, laps. Yeah, and that's she's what not I do
2: when it. I'm just lounging in a pool. Is I do laps back and forth. Yeah, until. You and know. Elizabeth is
0: really impressed with what a great swimmer Suzanne is. So when, like the next day, I guess everybody in the whole fucking high school is at the Blake, wow. including Mr. Collins, who's acting as
1: the chaperone Chaperone? well chaperone and unofficial lifeguard which i thought was an interesting detail that he's an unofficial i'm pretty sure he's was the lifeguard like he could
0: be he He seems pretty great yeah he was serving as lifeguard so i
1: think that uh, calling him an unofficial lifeguard i was expecting someone to drown he was like yo i was just the unofficial lifeguard you can't put (laughs) this on me
2: oh and elizabeth is supposed to write a an article about this picnic Yes, she's. That's one of the reasons that she didn't want to
0: go to New York. did she Wait, really? write about? That, yeah. she's, she's about one the of the picnic? one yeah. of the top
2: journalists
1: in. Uh, did she also have to write about Lila's party?
0: Lila's birthday party. Birthday another
1: party? thing okay. that so she would did She, why she, she write about Lila's. I don't. Birthday. Why is there a gossip column in their school newspaper? Yeah, right. She and why is Elizabeth yeah. writing it? All good questions. Right. She's like the least gossipy one.
0: All solid questions. I don't have a lot of answers for those questions. Although I
1: kind of want the least gossipy person writing my gossip column. Yeah. True. Yeah. She's
0: going to have an unbiased
1: mm-hmm. opinion.
0: Take so, take. so I feel like the main yeah, thing that's happening at this picnic is that every boy in the school is fawning all over it, Suzanne and yeah. she's handling it really well. Like right. she is just, so oh, oh, you.
1: <laughs> but she's also very clear that she's not interested in any of these boys. No. Except... Mr. Collins. Mr. Roger Jeremiah Collins. So,
0: this is a moment that I feel like the podcast has been leading up to for a long time.
1: They've been teasing Mr. Collins as. Uh, a hunk.
0: Over the course of this podcast thus far, we've had a lot of guests that have asked questions about Mr. Collins. Has he been in
1: all ten books?
0: Almost every book he gets right. referenced. And it's usually passing, and it, he's always described in these terms as being everybody's favorite teacher, not just because he's a good teacher, but also because he's fucking hot as hell. <laughs> he's such a smoke show, and I wouldn't mind having him teach me a few things. Like it's very, It gets very racy really yeah, quick, oh yeah. which leads all of the guests to wonder... What's going on with Mr. Collins? I realized that I was uh, maybe giving Mr. Collins too much credit and that we needed to be on Collins Watch 2018. Dun, dun, dun. So then this book comes along right, right after the Collins Watch segment is invented mm-hmm. and it is Collins Watch Central. Yeah, like Mr. Is. Collins. He is
2: heavily featured.
0: Heavily featured. So, what happens right away is that, um, Suzanne is swimming in the lake, and suddenly, in the distance, someone sees her, and she's flailing around, and they're like, Mr. Collins, I think Suzanne is drowning! It's Elizabeth
1: that notices it. Elizabeth notices
0: it, and she's, in her panic, she's, you know, she calls out to him. And Mr.
1: Collins, the unofficial lifeguard, decides, I guess this is unofficially my job to save her.
0: Yeah, and so he rushes out, his his strong arms, stroking the water, and he pulls her in with
1: his like arm across her chest, uh-huh. which she was really into,
0: mm-hmm. and he and he brings brings her in. So I thought you guys are both very talented interpreters mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. word. Would you be willing? Oops.
2: Oh
1: yeah. There, I
0: know this it's cold, Stephanie. but would you be willing to uh
2: sure. to enact? Oh yeah, the we're scene gonna read this the book. Scene? I thought yeah. you were gonna what say that, that we're this? both very talented swimmers and I was <laughs> like, I mean, are you gonna ask <laughs> Never us drowned to swim once. On this? Yeah, I, I
0: wish I could ask you to swim. That would mean that I had a pool. Sinead, if you could read the part of Suzanne. Oh my gosh. And um What a part. Willie Joe, if you could read Willy the part <laughs> of yeah, that's it. A- Mr. Collins. Roger. R- Willie Joe strips us. And I'll be the narrator. So are you ready for this? Yeah. A very drenched-looking Suzanne clung to him, sobbing. I... I don't know what happened. She choked. I must have gone too far. My legs just came out on me. Mr. Collins tried to put her down, but she wrapped her arms about his neck even more tightly, burying her face against his muscular chest.
2: Oh, Mr. Collins, if it hadn't been for you, I might have drowned.
1: Are you all right now?
0: He asked.
2: Well, sort of. I know this probably will sound silly, but... I'd feel so much better if you could just sit here with me for a few more minutes. I... I still feel kind of wobbly.
0: Mr. Collins looked uncomfortable.
1: If you're not feeling well, maybe someone should take you home.
2: Oh no, please. I wouldn't want to put anyone out. Besides, I'm feeling much better now. You can put me down. I promise I won't collapse.
1: She
0: offered a shaky smile. Mr. Collins didn't argue. (laughs) So... Thank you very much. Absolutely done. (laughs) Bravo. 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 Mm bravi. I can conjugate Italian. Show off. Thank you. So, um, what were you going to say?
1: I was going to say that this book, and I assume the other books, is like reading the fucking Twilight Zone. Because everyone is an insane person, and everyone is an idiot, except Mr. Collins is the only one who behaves reasonably right. or seems to understand the world that we live in, the rest of them are, like, trapped in Pleasantville, and Mr. Collins has clearly done yeah. something in a past life, and he it has a higher level of uh-huh. consciousness. And it's like, like
2: they got someone normal to write his parts, and they yeah. were just like, okay, yeah, so we wrote this crazy book, now just insert Mr. Collins in being... A regular Just, like, person. play the straight
1: man, like, I don't know, I loved it, I loved Yeah. He, he was, he's really the hero of these books, yeah. I assume. <laughs> Everyone.
0: Is, yeah. uh, that was part of why I wanted to ha- focus on this scene. There are more dramatic scenes mm-hmm. than this, but this sets it up. We learn, uh, about halfway through the book, that this is clearly Suzanne's plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we probably knew as adults reading this mm-hmm. book that she's all... Uh, Acting awfully manipulative and flirty, Mm -hmm. and Elizabeth realizes soon after this, like, wait a second, Suzanne can swim really
2: well. (laughs) That's
0: weird. She brushes it off. She does. She forgets about it because Suzanne is so nice, Mm -hmm. so wonderful. Everybody loves beautiful. And Elizabeth is so
1: trusting, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: and everybody else kind of is too. Like nobody, nobody really doubts her. Apparently,
1: nothing bad has ever happened to these people, except every book something awful happens to these people. It's
0: a really, really good point, Will. So, then, what how, What we learn before too long that she, this is her whole master plan, and I think it's important to when set up. When did
1: she concoct this master plan? Because, I guess when like, she
0: first the college, she sees like, this guy man. like he's this grilling hamburgers. She's like,
1: I'm gonna fuck that guy.
0: So, I think so. Like, right? I think so, and it is super weird because he's a teacher and she's 16, but she's not worried about that. Yeah.
2: And what we learn... It's a challenge for her.
0: Yes, and and she gets so much pleasure out of the control that she exerts over men. Uh-huh. That's That's her thought process is, mm-hmm. like... Um, so later on in the book, we can jump ahead to later on in the book, Suzanne is doing much better after her near drowning. Right. And... Um, Elizabeth uh, gets a chance to go to a Lakers game, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, oh yeah. darn it, I can't go to the Lakers game with you, Todd, I have to babysit for Mr. Collins' son, Teddy. That's
2: when I realized it took place in California.
1: Yeah, oh, oh really? really?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't really know. I assumed Ohio or something. No, Sweet but Valley
1: is right next door to it, uh, Hidden Valley, where all the ranch dressing comes
2: from. I can understand that. Maybe so. Oh
0: I my can... God! Should we write that book series?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hidden Valley, Hidden Valley <laughs>
0: High. <laughs> That's <really laughs> good. You, can I help? That's really good. Please? Yes. Yes. three of us. Please write Hidden I mean, Valley High. Well, that yeah. could just be a It'll probably of some just kind. be a sketch. I know, but, but, like who will sponsor Hidden it?
1: Hidden Valley. I know.
0: Where, yeah, yeah. Oh, it okay. can be a
2: tie-in. This is not not gonna happen
0: so <laughs> okay everybody watch out for hidden valley high hidden valley <laughs> if you're listening give us a call my email address i say at the end of every podcast so um but yeah so they're gonna go to the lakers game and suzanne she's like if only somebody could babysit for me but i've called yeah. i've called everybody nobody can and suzanne like appears out of the uh, midst she's like, i can
2: and you're like oh no oh but that's actually after they need to
0: Elizabeth needs to drop off an article that she's written about yes oh my gosh there's
2: a whole other Mr. Collins oh yeah and that's... where she enters a wet t-shirt competition starring only herself
1: yeah she pours water all over herself <laughs> yeah we'll of just, of we'll describe it from the
2: yeah. describe it from the beginning
0: Suzanne offers yeah to, like, I'll run these papers in for you Liz and Liz and Todd bless their stupid little hearts are like Suzanne, you are so nice. Do you ever get tired of being nice? Now Elizabeth really likes Mister Collins, and I would think that she would be like, "Oh no, I'll look. I want to, yeah, like I want to talk to him. He's my friend. Only
1: one person is allowed." (laughs)
0: To get Into out of the Mr.
1: Collins's
0: house, <laughs> so she goes and drops off the papers, and Mr. Collins comes to the door, and- shirtless uh, oh, again. Yeah, yeah,
1: he's shirtless, and we have to assume that the papers being dropped off was the the review of the picnic from yeah. <laughs> two and days he, earlier. The
0: book describes his reaction as he has like an awkward face, and Suzanne is loving it. She's mm-hmm. like he knows that, uh, like he looks hot, and I'm mm-hmm. seeing him with his bare shirt or his bare chest. Mm-hmm. Shirt. A bear, bear shirt is a different man. thing. Um, so maybe a shirt like that you might sell to promote your film. Right.
1: Bear with us. Which we have, and we yeah. don't anymore, but we did.
0: <laughs> so anyway, go ahead and you guys can talk about the scene.
2: Yeah, the, I think the little, the kid, Tommy. Ta- ta- Teddy. 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 Teddy comes out. Comes the only out character
1: has... that is not heavily sexualized in this yes. book Although
0: at one point, Elizabeth is like, give... Uh, Teddy a kiss for me, and Suzanne <laughs> thinks, Teddy's not the one I'm planning on kissing.
1: Yeah, so, <laughs> he's involved, little sexualized. he's adjacent, Goodness. but, you know, I think he's spared.
2: But Teddy comes out and is just like, he's just seen a movie star, and fine, alright, six-year-olds do we not care yeah. about mm-hmm. that. Um, and Mr. Collins is acting weird, he's, like, turning red, I guess, but... I don't know. And Suzanne asks to take a drink of water from the hose. Well, she lays down. Yeah, on, on like a little lawn chase Lounge. chair.
1: Lounge. How do you say that? Chase, I think that's how you chase. say it, chase even Lounge. though it's not spelled chase that way. Lounge. Yeah, it's it's like spelled long-gyu.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, she sits on one of them and asks for a drink straight from the hose.
0: And gets yes, that's her normal. white t-shirt and it, like, wet. And bubbles
1: at her lips or something, something you know. So it's... she,
0: like, sensually sips water from the hose. <laughs> and then,
1: oops, it just covers her And Mr. Collins blouse. couldn't
0: help but looking, the book right. tells us. Her, her
1: very else. brief bikini that she was I read this, like, okay, hours yeah, ago, so, so this is all bikini. very fresh in my memory. And what's... That's why. That's, that's... why. I, I didn't know that. you
2: could describe a bikini <laughs> as brief. brief.
1: What I mean, well, there are there are weird terms like that. So I think that use of brief is the same way you would use like like a boxer brief, right? Right. Like, or briefs yeah. like as an underwear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like there there's not a lot of them. They're yeah. short. They're brief. It's, like, and <laughs> the book tells
0: us that Mr. Collins couldn't help but look, mm-hmm. but then it also says that she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what I must have slipped." And Mr. Collins says under her breath, I think you know exactly what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. He's pissed. Like, he's annoyed at her. She also puts up her legs
1: to give him a better view. And I'm not sure. Like, that's what it says. What? I don't know. It says her tan. Because apparently you go to Sweet Valley and you get a tan immediately. Right,
2: because they talk about how pale she is at the beginning. And how how quickly you get brown. Yes, (laughs) that's the
0: word. When when Suzanne complains that she's going to look so pale compared Mm -hmm. to everybody, Elizabeth says, oh, you get brown real quick here, which...
1: So it's it did, strange. it felt weird. No, it didn't like that, yeah.
2: So yeah, then she goes back to the car and, you know.
1: Wet, soaking wet. Nobody
2: says anything <laughs> yeah. about
1: it. She, they, Mr. offered her a towel to dry and her I off. I thought it
2: was so strange that
0: Todd and Liz aren't like, hey, why, why are you, you wet? sure wet?
1: <laughs> but why they're not. soaked?
0: And oh, one yeah. thing that does happen that's odd in why that did exchange. That take so long? I don't know if you guys, this stood out to you, was that... Uh, Suzanne is complimenting Elizabeth, and she says, oh, if you guys keep complimenting me, my head's going to be too big to get out of the car. And Todd says,
1: what head? <laughs> <laughs> he says, what head? He says,
0: what head? <laughs> and she, like, playfully swats at him, and I oh, do not agree I have
1: no clue what, what joke is that,
0: that is. is that? I, right now. You, he, you know what? You
1: know what that is? It's a subtle, <laughs> but it's not a good joke on his part, but he's the he's not getting any I think and when he's saying what head he's talking he's referring to you know a ah, different yes. kind of head that he's not getting
2: I just assume he's it not was getting like, it, oh, so. Elizabeth is so like she would never think highly of herself sort of thing but I'm like that doesn't that's not like. No, I think the word head struck joke a
1: chord with that Todd. Mean? I
2: like Will's version. <laughs> no, I
0: think sure. your version, Sinead, is correct, but I like Will's interpretation like of But heard my word
1: version head
2: Like, is, <laughs> you the <know>,
1: is. <laughs> <laughs> seized up Listeners, a little I'm
0: sorry, this is only audio what? medium, but like, uh, Will definitely seized up a little bit. <laughs> and a good it's impression. Like it's a to Todd. trigger word. It's is, a trigger word for yeah. Todd. Mm-hmm. But so then we jumped ahead already. We already yes. talked about the babysitting scene. Right. The babysitting scene is insane. Suzanne goes over and she's. Mr. Collins is pissed to see her. He as
2: is, I would be, too, as a parent. He's, I'm not a parent. If I were a
0: parent. <laughs> if you were a parent, yeah. As a parent, he's yeah. He knows what she's up to. Elizabeth, yeah. though, has no idea.
1: Right. Uh, nor does Todd. But this is when Collins should have said, like, mm, no. no. Yeah, I'm going like, to stay home. Or he I'm going to bring my kid to this restaurant, right. like, you know, get him a booster it's seat. It's
2: not like he had a work thing. Yeah, Teddy was, like, is He's dinner six. with friends. Yeah, he's Teddy six Teddy is years not two. He's
1: an adult. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he could, he could go to a restaurant for yeah, dinner. Right. And... Um, but Suzanne does make a big show about showing how much she and Teddy are going to have a great time. Right. Teddy likes her a lot. They're going to play
2: Cat's Cradle.
0: One thing that I think is so strange is how good Suzanne is at turning on this good with kids mode. Uh-huh. I feel like people that hate kids hate kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's and Suzanne, hard for them
2: to, like, yeah. pretend they like them. Mm-hmm. And Suzanne, yeah.
0: And Suzanne clearly hates kids because the moment the door is shut, she... Fully
2: neglects this child. She starts reading a magazine and she's like, Can't you watch TV or something? And Teddy just starts bawling. And yeah,
1: he starts crying because he was really interested in a story about a turtle. <laughs> yeah,
2: he's like, You know this for Theater of the Turtle? She's like, Fuck I don't no. know Liz really knows too. lots of stories. stories.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> and she's basically like, Fuck you, kid.
1: That's the first time we see her yeah. behave differently, right. right? Which I think we hate her even more because she's interacting with a child. Uh-huh. So, you know.
2: and I just think it's crazy because Teddy can tell people.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's not like he's a baby. Yeah, like, you always be- that's the 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 whole like victimy thing that happens in the like, about whether or not to believe a victim. Mm-hmm. That's a different problematic thing that we'll get to later. Yeah. But it's with the kid, right? Like a kid this age, when they say like an adult did like a bad thing, like you're pretty inclined, I think, to believe them, because,
0: especially at six. Yeah, right?
1: like. That's the age where they're pretty honest.
0: Right, mm-hmm. and it's not just like Suzanne is like, like nowadays maybe would be on her phone uh-huh. while Teddy is playing with his toys. She like leaves him alone yeah. in a room. a
2: bubble bath. And yeah. fantasizes like,
0: about how Mr. Collins is going to walk Why? come home yeah, and see yeah, her yeah. in the yeah. bath. How pissed would he be? Yeah.
2: That's not but, a th- oh. but
0: she has this fantasy that she's wrapping him around his finger because she just loves, she loves to see boys squirm in the way mm. that she can just turn it on. Yeah. And I'm like that works with high schoolers, but anyway.
1: So And it uh, probably works with some teachers, probably <laughs> at her New York school or wherever. She went to school in Europe. I don't know. I don't know. In, she in went Europe, to boarding you know. school in Europe. Yeah. So, this she book was living with ta- her teachers in
0: Europe. Yeah, the book doesn't, maybe, but the book doesn't talk about her history with that, but it's hard to imagine that this is the first teacher. She even has a comment at some point where she's like, teachers are like this sometimes, thinking that they're, you know, they're above right. it all. It's but, yeah. Something like I'm this happened at him. my
1: high school. Like, there was a, an issue. What? Yeah, yeah, like a teacher mm-hmm. that got fired and arrested for, you know having a relationship. I don't know. With Suzanne Devlin? With Suzanne Devlin. No, but you know, like that stuff happens. I I don't know if it happened that much in the 80s or if people just got away with it more, but it it makes it seem like this was still a big no-no back then.
0: Oh, yeah. Except for in Suzanne's mind. Except for in Suzanne. Yeah. So uh, then it gets to be like 1130, and she goes downstairs, finds Teddy asleep on the couch. He's clearly been crying. Yeah, yeah. And rather than like putting him to bed, she comes up with this plan to like, lay down next to him and pretend to be asleep or uh-huh. something? Yeah, he,
1: uh-huh. she's
0: like... She, he, she
1: puts on sexy romantic yeah. music and well, like makes the lighting really, like,
0: you know, And she's sexy. like, when, when Mr. Collins comes home, he will...
1: He's going to see me sleeping next to his child and get so horny, <laughs> you know? Like, that's her plan. <laughs> I want to know how old the person oh is that gosh. wrote this interaction.
2: And then Mr. Collins comes home idea. and is immediately just like, Suzanne, get up. Like Matt, he's like what? Wake up.
1: And says, I'm gonna drive you home but yeah. then lets this child she's also a child yes. walk home and at midnight.
2: Uh
0: well, as long as we're on the subject of this babysitting day, yeah, we have to point out something—a note that I made. Suzanne looking through Mister Collins' bedroom.
2: Oh, yeah. So that's
0: what she does yeah. she, when she's leaving right. Teddy alone to to do whatever the hell he could be drinking poison, right. for all yeah. we know, downstairs. And I was really—I tr- couldn't remember what happened in this book. I thought maybe Teddy like got lost, and that was right. the way I, it. Gets so much. We're worse. Or, like
1: ate something he was allergic to. I thought that because yes. like she finds him asleep, but like red splotches on his yeah. face. I'm like, he eat a strawberry and he's so allergic he was just weeping he was from just neglect crying. Yeah.
2: from neglect oh my yeah. gosh <laughs> and wouldn't he tell
0: Mr. it doesn't matter
1: yeah. it doesn't matter yeah, yeah,
2: well yeah, he, yeah. Prob- he probably the next day did. he probably like Suzanne sucks where's Elizabeth
0: yeah but by that point Mr. Collins already knows Suzanne sucks yeah. but before we get to that the uh-huh. big the big climax of this story well almost climax
2: yeah
0: um, no pun intended at all uh, is none is that when she's looking through Mr. Collins' oh, stuff oh I know you with this the line is the contents of mr. Collins' bedroom however proved mostly disappointing she'd been unable to unearth even a Playboy magazine
2: oh
1: wow I was expecting her to like be convinced that he was gay like that that's where this uh, was gonna go yeah. like if he you know what I mean yeah, he's not interested only in me doesn't have a playboy this guy's gay that's interested. the only explanation but that's where a sweet baby high draws the line we cannot mess with homosexuality in, in this town yeah is that you've read most of the books right is uh-huh. it ever is that ever a I think hot it topic
2: yes.
0: Not to my knowledge, not I into, it. well. I did oh, a lot did of you, research. Oh, did you did you read up to the Sweet Valley Confidential Maybe. ten years later? Because Maybe that's what yes. It was. Okay. When the when the series is revisited uh, and they are adults and uh-huh. it is was this book was written in like twenty ten. Sure. A that's a good update. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Then they're then but they this were was like
1: height of the AIDS epidemic, right. not what you wanted. You know what I mean? Mm. Like this is a tough time mm-hmm. to be writing children's books involving gay people, unfortunately.
2: Yeah. But not to write about teachers assaulting. Not
1: them. about statutory rape no. or actual rape. Because
2: because what happens is
0: Suzanne comes right out and openly seduces Mr. Collins. Oh, yeah. Basically says, you know, kiss me now, and Mr. Collins is like get the fuck out of here. Uh-huh. And she is like I'll show you. You'll regret you ever spurned Suzanne Devlin. Yes. Essentially.
2: And she rips her blouse and she has makeup all over her face and she
0: Yeah. We get to see her kind of like do this you know, like the thing where you pass your hand over your face and Uh you, like, smile and frown, like Uh the comedy and Tragedy Masks. The book tells us that she's calmed down, but she's developed a plan on her way home. She tears her blouse, she starts crying, and she goes upstairs to Elizabeth's room, and when Elizabeth sees her, the fact that her blouse is torn is actually really important because, of course, the next day... uh, Elizabeth has to tell her father. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I actually recorded this moment. I think I, I highlighted it. Will, would you read the fourth chapter? of
1: Yeah, this one right would here. Would you read the fourth <laughs> paragraph of chapter 12? Wow, you opened yeah. right
2: yeah,
1: to it. It's perfect. I had no problem finding it. It began with her father going to see Mr. Cooper, the principal, who quickly notified the members of the school board. After that, the news spread like wildfire. Practically everybody in Sweet Baby was buzzing about what Mr. Collins had done to Suzanne. It was a scandal of the century, thought Elizabeth, even worse than the time that... (laughs) Sorry, I knew this is where you were going with (laughs) it. I I was going to bring this up. Uh, even worse than the time everyone had thought Mrs. Dalton, her French teacher, was having an affair with Ken Matthews. We don't know who Ken Matthews is. <laughs> Ken Matthews could be like a used car salesman, like oh come on God. now, to see Ken Matthews. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, why can't she have an affair with Ken Matthews? Careful just
2: listeners. a rumor. <laughs> uh, oh,
0: but yeah, keep going. But
1: then Ken comes Okay, so, uh, at least then it had only been a rumor. This was fact. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. There was going to be an inquiry that that was just a formality. The truth was, things look pretty grim for Mr. Collins. It
2: Poor Mr. Like Collins. sounds doing a little Patrick Warburton there. Yeah?
1: Yeah. Unintentional.
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that is actually something that listeners uh-huh. uh, or readers... I huh? assume
1: that there were little nuggets they, throughout that, That's something you
0: know, that happens right. in an earlier book. Um, it's a book about, you know, I think it's book number... Two, actually. Okay. Calm Secrets.
1: Down. Calm down with your knowledge.
0: <laughs> okay, well, I mean, I am an expert, right? You are.
1: You're the... That's what I
0: tell people. <laughs>
1: the leading expert in Sweet Valley.
0: Uh, Sweet Baby. Sweet, sweet yeah. Baby. <laughs> sweet, sweet Baby. In <laughs> Valley. I'm an expert in that, too. So, uh, yeah, so it's bad for Mr. Collins, and somebody goes to Mr. Collins to, ha- or purportedly has asked him, like, well, is it true or not? Mm-hmm. And Mr. Collins is like, what's the point of even... Right. refuting
2: this claim. Let's not, like, get the police involved or get him a lawyer right. or anything. It's over. It's over.
0: And as is typical of these books, it's not very specific about what it was that Suzanne claimed Mr. Collins did. So
1: this is my big question. Uh, and this ties in with another big question I have about, you know, meanwhile in New York, there's another seduction happening. Like yeah. the whole This whole book boils down to two different seduction plots, neither of which go the way the girls want them to go. Yeah, But in one of them, she seduces... A teacher who rejects her, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other, the you know, Jessica seduces Suzanne's boyfriend. Well, let's who talk about that. Rejects her and then tries to have sex with her, and she's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "What is going on? Like, what? Did, what did these? Is this so pure that these girls just wanted to kiss these guys?"
0: I don't know what Suzanne wants. It definitely seems like she wants more than
1: Suzanne is like from New York in Europe where everyone's just having sex with everybody. So (laughs) I feel
2: like she's definitely had sex with Pete. Sure. But also I think that
0: for Suzanne, it's not even really about the kissing or the sex. It's more about the, the manipulation. Yeah. yeah, she doesn't want. So she's she's taking out vengeance against Mr. Collins. But because how
1: far would she have gone with Mr. Collins? Mm-hmm. If a, Mr. Collins was game to have sex with this sixteen-year-old in front of his sleeping six-year-old, wh- like how far yeah, would, would you Suzanne know? Have I
0: think let, Suzanne would have gone there and then used that to fuck with Mr. Collins, right. like lorded that over him. She would have
1: just like, how far can I? Because t- she's... Right. Obviously in control you know? Well
0: now that we've alluded to it a little more We might as well talk about uh, Jessica, Jessica sure, And sure. what's happening in New York Yeah.
2: So Jessica arrives in New York And is like amazing This is amazing, I love it and then she's like, like eating
1: fancy yeah. meals at the Russian Tea Room, mm-hmm.
2: And, mm-hmm. and then she's like a well, the the parents are kind of absent. She goes shopping with Mrs. Devlin at Saks Fifth Avenue, and but she's, she's upset. Chain smoking and not eating.
0: Yeah, Miss Devlin. <laughs> it's like she never. She barely touches her lunch, and she she smokes these skinny brown cigarettes. Yeah. And Jessica's like, no wonder she's so thin. She doesn't eat.
2: Yeah. And,
0: And I I loved the line about when she, that Jessica kind of liked Mr. Devlin, Um, he seemed mm -hmm. jovial. Mrs. Devlin, when she hugs Jessica, uh, Jessica gets nothing but a a draft of cold air, (laughs) or like a cold draft of perfume. So Uh it's just like, cold draft of of
2: air. And I love
1: how much Jessica, Jessica, by the way, is a terrible person. Yes. But y'all know that. Uh, Jessica goes to Saks and is like, "I'm going to buy my sister a, a present, right?" And she finds a scarf or something, and it's like seventy five dollars. I wouldn't even spend that on myself. I'm going to give her some free samples for my sister, <laughs> and, and then, then she tell her, a bunch of money uh, on tell herself. her that I'm that I paid for these free samples, yeah. free perfume. vials of perfume, yeah. And then she goes and spends yeah. a bunch of money on herself. Yeah, yeah.
0: So. And so Jessica, then one day, a handsome man mm-hmm. who stops. Jessica's heart yeah. practically shows up.
1: He must be like 20 years old. Like yeah. right? 20 years old. <laughs> Who drives a Ferrari.
2: Yes. Gross.
1: <laughs> in Manhattan.
2: Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I that's not normal in gets Manhattan? very cruel intentions mm-hmm. from this point on.
0: Yes. So she is actually really trying... Much like Suzanne, actually, yeah. Jessica has this method. There's a real interesting parallel here, uh-huh. um, as you were alluding to, Will. Jessica is like, I'm going to you know, mold him like wet clay, yeah. like the
1: boys back <laughs> home.
2: She's bad at it.
1: Yeah, she's terrible. And the the boys that she's dealt with are, like, goons. Like, yeah. they're yeah. sweet baby goons, you sweet know? Sweet baby like, goons.
2: <laughs> and Pete is a 20-year-old he's a man 20-year-old. in new, new-, new- hat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hat. New hat, and that's what they should have called it. And they're gonna make up names of places. Yeah. And
0: He shows up with these tickets to a concert, and Jessica's like, "I like concerts." And it's like, "Oh, you like Chopin?" Or like yeah. he talk, they talk, he talks about Chopin and Name like the five latest of his songs. Yeah, it's like he talks about the latest Chopin album, and Jessica's like, "Oh, that was really interesting." And he's like, "Really you thought it was interesting," and I thought it was jejun, You know, I don't know what he says, but essentially. Yeah. Um, Essentially, he's like, you have to play it with heart. And she's like,
2: yeah. Uh, Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, totally. She's, like, bad at improv. Uh Whereas, like, I believe Suzanne would have been able to, like... Mm -hmm. Lie her way through. So she... Like, Pete sees
1: straight through Jessica. Yeah. Yeah. He calls he her little old. Jessica. She's an adorable little bumpkin. He's bump fucking kid.
0: with her so he bad, Mr. and she but hates but it. But he's
2: the Mr. Collins, because Mr. Collins is like, no nonsense with Suzanne, and Pete is like, no nonsense with...
1: But we, you know, we with Mr. Collins, it's like a professional yeah. I don't want to go to jail right. thing. With Pete, we don't really know... Yeah, he's
0: a mystery. Yeah. Uh, there was a point in time when I was finding myself thinking, I wonder if Pete's gay.
1: Yeah, like, what's Pete's deal? Pete McCafferty. I also thought... Is his name, by the way. Is this even Pete? Like, I don't... I don't trust anything in this book. <laughs> is he a <laughs> criminal?
2: Like
1: I don't know. Yeah, is this some guy who's like, here's that the Devlins have a hot young thing coming yeah. over? I'm gonna. He doesn't even. What's great is that he comes in, never says who he is. Mm-hmm. Like Jessica has no reason to know that Pete is the name of Suzanne's boyfriend because there's no texting her cell phones or right. talking. She talks to her sister on the phone. She once. doesn't
0: know if she's Suzanne's.
1: He's Suzanne's yeah. boyfriend. No, but the well, she she, she alludes. She's like. Even if he is her boyfriend. Right. You know, she doesn't give a shit. She, she yeah. doesn't give a shit. But, like, the fact that, I don't know. It was a little strange that she didn't ask, like, who, yeah. who are you?
0: So they go to the concert. There was a real sad moment where before the concert, they go to dinner at mm-hmm. Windows on the World. Which
1: is at the top of the World Trade Center. Yeah. And oh. I
2: looked. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I looked it up, and it was like, oh, yeah, that was a real place that was I open until that. 2001. So.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but it's, yeah, um, that was sad.
0: And also dates sad. the podcast.
1: Yeah.
2: Or dates, sorry. Also, <laughs> and Based also... the podcast post 9-11. This
1: is a post 9-11 podcast. <laughs> and the...
2: <laughs> oh, we missed the part where... Is this the date where she wears one of Suzanne's dresses? She... Yes, this date, she goes on... She puts on Suzanne's makeup, first yeah. of all, which
1: seems like not a good idea. she
2: cries because nothing she brought...
1: She brought it's like fancy enough. She brought she, like casual dress.
2: She finds that it's like too juvenile. But one that had like
1: a, a weird like neck, like oh. a, a weird collar. I
2: actually thought it was kind
0: of interesting that um, Suzanne's clothes fit Jessica because we
1: know that she's a size six mm-hmm. and that Suzanne is a zero. She has no fat on so her body. She's got right. no fat. I mean,
0: and I'm not exaggerating. It literally says That's in the book no no fat. that she has no fat anywhere.
1: Yeah. which so, doesn't and sound sexy, never, but they whatever. never. Yeah, they never point out. Oh, That's by true. the way, this she's popping out of this dress. And
2: like by this time she knows that pete is the boyfriend yeah i feel like it's
0: just known and and she's all pissed off because she's made herself look amazing more yeah. makeup than usual she's yeah. so hot she's gone overboard and pete doesn't say anything until finally he's like oh is that suzanne's dress and jessica lies and says so suzanne said that she could have anything yeah, from her closet which, which is, is not like, true she
2: should have known yeah. that suzanne's friends would yeah. recognize her clothing a couple of other
0: fun things happen with jessica in new york that are kind of funny like this dinner party at in Evelyn's her mm-hmm. in her honor. And
1: no one cares about her at all.
0: No. no, and it's all these rich kids talking about what they're gonna do when they come into their money.
1: <laughs> all the diamonds they're oh gonna buy. Oh my
0: gosh, yes.
1: <laughs> You're gonna need a whole room for your diamonds. Yeah, <laughs> like, and what? how they
0: only date 25-year-olds or whatever. Uh-huh. Jessica calls home to talk to Elizabeth and Elizabeth is accidentally kind of a bitch. Uh-huh. She's like, we're having a great time! This is before yeah. all the shit hits the fan. Right. We're having a great time here without you. And then, like, it's, it's when it's she fun. finds out about Pete, she's like, You know, be careful.
2: Remember what happened with Scott Daniels. Yeah, it's all happened before. This Mm -hmm. is all. This is Twin Peaksing.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Remember
1: that time that you let on that guy, and then he tried to have sex with you, and you weren't cool with it.
0: It's happened like four four times, and the Scott Daniels one was just the worst of the times. Wow. Her Um, first
1: time is not going to go very well, I
0: know well and it is like she she thinks so much about how much she's gonna lure him in and they yeah. they go on this carriage ride and he's still being very cold
2: to her but mm. she's
0: you know
1: like, snuggling yeah, up on a fish. carriage yeah
2: but then she finds out he's only hanging out with her because the Devlins asked him to mm. yeah so, she, so, so she, then she's she's trying like to harder her too she is yeah. she's really disappointed but it's like
0: she feels so rejected I guess yeah. and she wants she's to prove just herself like
2: crying in front of him and for all this ha- this all happens over the course of two weeks Jessica cries a lot. She's very, she's a lot
1: of emotions. Super emotional.
2: And and so this,
0: what ends up happening with Jessica is that they go back to the apartment. And I thought it was interesting at this point, Jessica is so sure that Pete is not into her Mm -hmm. that when Pete wants to come back upstairs, he thinks it's just to say hello to the Devlins. Mm -hmm. And
1: then there's no one at the apartment. He gives her an alcoholic beverage.
0: Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Alcohol. Jessica gets blackout drunk in yeah. this book, you guys, it's at Evelyn's the party. Evelyn party. Yeah. They keep
1: filling up her champagne. Yes, and that's, that's when she calls
0: home to talk to Liz. She's wasted, and she's like, kind of, li- she's lying and saying mm-hmm. that she's having a great time because yeah. she doesn't want Liz to know that she's not having a great time. Yeah. Right. And she talks about Pete, but she doesn't let on that Pete is not really into her. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, one of Suzanne's friends threw an elegant party for me, but doesn't talk about how she. Uh, she, I mean, she passes out, and she like doesn't remember anything from yeah. when she was like had her head over the sink to when she was in a cab back to the yeah. Dead they ones. just
2: put her in a cab, and we don't really
1: know what happens, like how she got yes. out of the cab. That's
0: never happened before in these books. Mm. Blackout drunk. Well, that's yeah. fun, and of course, remember 16. sixteen. They're sixteen.
2: So,
1: but in the eighties, that's like closer to like. 19 is that what you think I don't know with inflation I don't think so I think the 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 way they're treating all this stuff like it made me feel like I mean I didn't drink in high school
2: no well, me
1: and I, you mean, like I know we were probably the exception Yeah, we were Yeah, we were, we were all I hear about,
2: like, Sarah's I only joined oh, yeah. with my family SPS And uh-huh. I'm like, oh my gosh Yeah, but it's, never, it's interesting it, to compare high school lives with, like, party people Yeah, yeah. She's, she's I was in my friend's people. basement watching, like, the BBC Pride and Prejudice every weekend yeah, I was
1: yeah. memorizing <laughs> every line to Airplane and doing, yeah.
2: you know
0: Yeah High school music. I was at, like, rehearsal for everything Yeah, yeah. Uh, As we all probably were. So, um, but anyway, the, like, the end of the story, fast-forwarding to the end of the Jessica story, Mm -hmm. to get back into where we entered this point, and then I guess we'll probably have to wrap all this up with a bow, because there's just so much to talk about. Um, Jessica is alone with Pete, and suddenly...
1: He starts making out with her.
0: Yeah, he's all over her. And she's like, I can't believe he's kissing me. And then it's, like, immediately clear that he's interested in a lot more than kissing.
1: He's got one hand going up, one hand going down. Is you know, really going for it. And it's
2: like, she can't breathe.
1: And she can't breathe. And he pins her to the floor and, like, clearly says, no, get off me.
2: And there's a crash. I think they break some stuff. This is
1: not the catharsis that I wanted in any way.
0: And he says to her you this is obviously what you wanted oh, and yeah. been, you've been throwing yourself at me this whole time
1: i wanted her to be humbled like like they have some some ugly kid who lived down the hall who had like two, mm-hmm. like you know uh, one arm and like a wonky eye and she falls in love with him and he kisses her that's what i wanted
0: to happen <laughs> i like I that ending Never gonna happen. No, but, but
1: Pete tries to rape her. Even
0: after yeah. she confronts Pete and yeah. she pushes him away, and he's, he's laughing start, he's at, laughing her. at yeah. which is very much like what happens with Scott Daniels
1: okay. uh, in b- the book all night long. Okay, which mm-hmm. how what we're only eleven books in? How <laughs>
0: I know it's bad. Jeez. I know this is a also, very racist book. side note series. question.
1: Just as a you know someone who's not read all of them, are they perpetually sixteen years old?
2: They are. Oh wow! wow. And so this goes on for twenty years.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is the Twilight Zone. They're trapped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people are. Trapped in How these books.
2: can mm. so much happen to them?
1: You can track the, where you are in the school year by the explanation for why Stephen is home. <laughs> <laughs> the first and it looks oh, like man. It's within one page turn, it's like Stephen, her brother, who was home for you know the weekend, and then the next page, like Stephen, who was home for spring break. Like, yeah. Okay, you don't have to explain why Stephen's home. Obviously, he's he's just around. Yeah, he's around all the when time. my brother
2: was in college, he went. He like took the train in every weekend to do his laundry. I get it.
0: There's this moment where Jessica really reveals in the scene her like youthful innocence. Because what she says to Pete when she's at her peak of being angry mm-hmm. with him for attacking her, like attempting to rape her, is, I hate you. I never want to see you again. You're the meanest person yes. on earth.
2: Oh my gosh. The meanest she's person on earth. Yeah. This, and, none of this should be happening.
0: And so, but he's like, fine, you know, fine bitch, like. You don't. You're not going to give yeah. me what I want, but I'm going to give you one last goodnight kiss. The goodnight oh kiss you God. deserve, or whatever.
1: And he's like on top of her, and then the uh, Devlins come home, <laughs> and she breaks a bunch of glass. Yeah, she breaks, smacks yeah, her so. head, and she, like multiple times she smacks her head on like a coffee table yes. or something.
2: So at least like he's caught. Yes. Yeah. So, but there was a chance because the Devlins, but is Mr. He Devlin's fine. Mrs. Devlin, I don't know. I feel like in this weird cruel intentions world. She's
1: sleeping with you. She, teeth.
2: totally. Or she'd just be like, we'll never talk about this again.
1: Maybe. Well, clearly he's not punished for it. They were just like, never see yeah, our daughter again. The father it's like, is he should very go after cops. Right, right. He gives right. a lot
2: of money to the school.
1: Oh, I'm sure that's what it is. Yeah.
0: yeah. When Jessica comes home at the end of the book, And she's telling Liz what happens. She basically decides that she's never really going to tell them what really happened. There is no
1: resolution. They're just like, "Well, we both had a great time." So
0: Liz is like, "Tell me more about this Pete fellow." Or and she's like, Elizabeth says, "He sounds breathtaking." And Jessica says, oh, he's certainly that. And then thinks to herself, oh, yeah. how could I catch my breath with him I on top of it? And all then those, that well, goes on thanks. again. Doesn't <laughs> yeah, she there's say like, Yeah, there are several things that. like that. Every lie that she tells, then she thinks about how it's technically true. Actually, and it's this, all horrible. Yeah. This weird Well, metaphor. She's like,
1: oh, tell me what happened back here at home. The Mom and dad didn't say anything in the car. Like, uh, why? Why didn't yeah. they talk <laughs> about the scandal of the century that happened <laughs> in Poor this Mr. town?
0: So, well, let's talk about how that wraps up. Okay. Throughout this whole uh, story... Elizabeth is looking for her gold lavalier. Right. Yeah. And Suzanne is going out of her way to help Elizabeth find yeah. it. They don't know what happens. Elizabeth but no, she just slipped on her neck. Yeah.
1: Suzanne stole it.
0: As soon as
2: it goes missing.
1: We're like, like Okay, well,
2: she has.
0: Moments before we find out that Suzanne has stolen this necklace, mm-hmm. um, she's telling some of the other girls at school that she's a witch. Uh-huh. And she's just joking. Like They're yeah. all it's like a funny conversation. Right. And she's like, I'll have to come show you my magical potion sometime. <laughs> and then when she thinks to whatever she thinks to herself when she's feeling this gold necklace in her pocket it's very much like she's like she a become evil?
1: She's, yeah, yeah, just yeah. for me so she's the kind of psychopath that takes a like a yeah. token from every kill yeah, like
0: that's right. you know Liz is uh, cause like she pulled it off again it's just, she's manipulating everybody yeah
2: She's like, Elizabeth would never think that her sweet yeah. friend Suzanne would take it.
0: She even asks Elizabeth if it's valuable, and mm-hmm. Elizabeth is like, not really, but it's, but it's sentimental value. Yeah. So she knows that it yeah. really hurts Elizabeth's feelings right. that she doesn't have her necklace. Yeah. So after everything happens with Mr. Collins, there's constantly this like m- this question of, well, does this doesn't sound like something Mr. Collins would do, but there's no way, like, why would somebody... Why would Suzanne yeah. lie about mm-hmm. this?
1: And then... Right before this party.
0: Everybody in the school, like in their little friend group, decides that what they should do for Suzanne is buy her a blouse.
1: Well, no, so they arrange a meeting where they're going to go to someone's house, to Kara's house, right, to decide what they're all going to buy when they pool yeah. their money for Lila, whose party it's they're going for to. for
2: Lila. It's they for Lila. Lila's they Lila's sh- money. <laughs> because, <laughs>
1: because she's rich. rich. We're like, uh, they have a whole meeting where they schedule, and Suzanne was not there. We don't know where Suzanne is. She's been at Elizabeth's Baking side brunch, the entire time, and for whatever reason, we just lose her for a whole you yeah. know, half a day. Whether We go to Kara's house for fun. Let's plan. They never talk about what they intend to buy Lila, and instead they go, you know what? Fuck Lila. She's rich. Like, let's buy something for Suzanne. We love Suzanne,
0: and she's been through so much. Let's get her a nice so blouse. Much. That'll make up for well, what Mr. Mr. Collins, Collins did. ripped
1: her blouse. Remember? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so Elizabeth gets this blouse. She puts it in Suzanne's suitcase. And hide it as a
1: surprise. Mm-hmm. Like, right. I'm gonna, she'll wake up tomorrow morning yeah. and finish packing and then go, what's this strange piece of clothing in my bag? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, put your, this you is accidentally tomorrow.
0: put your blouse in
2: here. And then,
0: but it's like, wrapped. It's wrapped. Oh, oh, yeah. We do yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. she finds the necklace. She puts it on. And then she's like... I think that uh-huh. maybe Suzanne something's a fit here.
2: And then Suzanne sees her in the necklace and is like, that little witch went through my face. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my God. <laughs> and also, Elizabeth goes to Mr. Her Collins.
1: suitcase... <laughs> and the the necklace was apparently visible; <laughs> like it, it caught her Pretty eye. Stupid
0: <laughs> criminal, yeah, yeah. is. But uh, maybe she wants to get caught. Yeah, because nobody right. knows what a bitch she is or her secret anger. So finally, someone's going to get it out of her. Killers, actually, they, they want to yeah. get caught, right? they're clues. So Eliz well, goes in and talks to Mr. Collins, and it she just just convinced. You know what? I don't know why nobody's gone to talk to Mr. Collins sooner, but
1: but also if if we're going to put ourselves in the shoes of this this teenager. If a teacher at my high school was accused of having true. a sex, sexual relationship with a student, my parents will not let me go to this guy's house. But it's true. the 80s. They yes, can do,
2: the what 80s. They do whatever. This is true.
1: They all just drive their dad sons around. Yeah. Stranger <laughs>
2: Things times. People are just getting abducted by aliens. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I remember that.
0: The yeah, race.
2: right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, good times. Simpler times. (laughs) Then they're at Lila's big birthday party, which is a whole fancy thing. Like, everybody's all dressed up. There's a coat room. (laughs) And everybody's there. And uh, in the coat room, Elizabeth has a conversation with Suzanne where Suzanne is, like comes out with it mm-hmm. and also says like now i'm gonna make things even worse for you than i made them for mr collins mm-hmm. very quickly spreads a rumor yeah, that she
1: hit her head again yeah that and elizabeth, you had told me about that book and that was where a, elizabeth was is coming out of that the one where that alex did the episode for where the motorcycle accident Who alex jennings yeah,
0: yeah. It, uh it is okay yeah. cause that was
1: the book that i was initially supposed to read which is why you had your
0: sister yeah, yeah book seven where that Alice, would have
1: been a good one too but I, it's amazing yeah, this is a great one
0: so, uh...
1: I laughed out loud multiple times reading this <laughs> yeah. Just, like, stuff... Can, can I just... A little, little diversion real Please. quick. Um, <laughs> just the end of chapter three, the last line is... uh it's Elizabeth sighing, and she thinks to herself, "Jessica's probably having the time of her life." Chapter four: Jessica felt as if she'd been hit in the chest with a sledgehammer, <laughs> and it's like I burst out laughing. That's a good thing.
2: Apparently, it's, apparently it's good because yeah. the,
1: it's the the next thing is that she mm-hmm. meets Pete for the first time, and she's just horny, and he's the sexiest man in the world. But I don't know the back to back there yeah. that uh, juxtaposition really. Really got me good.
0: Well, I feel like we're getting into a place where we could be in the part of the podcast where we talk about boys. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, boys, yeah. yes. Oh, 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 is a beautiful the beautiful boy. I'm in danger, of losing my hand So, Pete
0: is like a sledgehammer to Jessica's chest. Mm-hmm. She's in love Which with is Pete. Pete McCafferty. Oh a good it's oh, what yeah. you want. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what I want. But meanwhile, back in Sweet Valley, we've referred to how the boys are all fawning all over, uh, all over Suzanne. They're singing
1: her songs and writing <laughs> "I love you, Susie" in toilet paper. Toilet paper. The yeah, you know. the there. one who
0: is the worst is Winston. Mm-hmm. Um, is here's, he the worst, or is he? he, he the would best? be named Winston. Well, I actually Which think his last name? Egbert. Oh
1: my God, Winston Egbert. Egbert. Uh.
0: So here's a here's a little passage. Uh, about what's been happening? Ever since the picnic, the Wakefields' phone had been ringing almost nonstop. Elizabeth had jokingly threatened to keep score. So far, Tom McKay had called twice. Aaron Dallas, three times. Mr. Cool himself, Bruce Patman, had asked Suzanne out only once. Elizabeth smiled every time she imagined the look on his face when Suzanne turned him down. The front runner by a mile, however, was Winston Egbert with 12 calls not counting the night he serenaded Suzanne from out on the lawn. Aw, poor Winston.
1: That's like
0: like assault at this point. Yeah. It's like it's bad. it's bad. Yeah. So that's what the boys of Sweet that's ha hap- it's not mm-hmm. a, this whole book is kind of about sure. boys, but that's what's happening with the boys of Sweet Valley mm-hmm. this time around.
1: Yeah. All oh, well, clearly Sweet Valley is a sexually repressed town. Yes. No one is ever Getting any release mm. of any kind, and they're being. But the
2: you know, girls are so hot.
1: The girls are incredibly hot, and all the boys are pretty attractive too, except yeah. for Winston.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Even, I mean, even yeah. the the adults are. Right. You know, they they talk about how Stephen gets his good looks from his dad. Like, right. Okay. So okay. there's. Literally, Winston Egbert is the only unattractive. Yeah. Soul Pretty owner.
0: much, and but he saves the day despite being a kind of a nightmare right. in this book. He overhears
2: yeah. the conversation. Yes, with uh, Suzanne and Elizabeth, and we don't find that out at first. Right. All we know is wait, wait, that
1: why does he overhear it?
2: He's, in he's hiding a, in a coat. He's, he's hiding
1: <laughs> in a coat. Yeah, that's the greatest thing ever. <laughs>
0: so he overhears Elizabeth oh, confronting man, Suzanne genius. and here's Suzanne confessing uh-huh. and what he does with this news is that when there's this big fight where Suzanne is trying to gaslight everybody yeah. into thinking that Elizabeth is She's back crazy. in her coma Elizabeth. craziness
2: so unwell. Yeah. and is
0: obsessed with Mr. Collins she tells Carol Walker who is the gossip who tells Caroline Pierce who's even a worse gossip and mm-hmm. everybody is like this rumor swirling around that Elizabeth has hit her head again Suzanne's really trying to play into the fact that everybody thinks she she's so sweet and make a big deal out of it and um, if
1: she wanted this plan to work of turning everyone against Elizabeth I think and she never would have thought about this because she doesn't know Jessica she should have Alleged that Elizabeth was really Jessica oh, in disguise. That would have been so and good. everyone would have been like, "That sounds like Jessica." <laughs> yeah,
0: and that would never have been a way to prove it, really. Right? Mm-hmm. You can't
1: prove it because DNA test A doesn't exist at the time, and B, even if it did, they have identical DNA.
0: There's a freckle on somebody's shoulder, mm. so they would have. You don't to, even know
1: which one. I don't it? remember. she yeah, no. has got the freckle, but and you can fake a freckle.
0: You can, and so Winston uh, then comes through. Uh, fawning all over Suzanne, and he's yeah. like,
1: "Who's in this like expensive silk right. white of sexy course. dress?" Always white. It's yeah. a weird
2: yeah. thing. Yeah. A sexy white and dress. Is he holding wine? Punch. It's punch. Okay. Yeah. In my like, brain, like, it was wine right. as well. He's like, oh, everyone's what? just always drinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of
0: drinking in this book. Yeah. In fact, but Suzanne it's all in New York, asks. Right? No, Suzanne asks Mr. Collins. Oh,
1: right. He, she tried right. To give her know. a drink oh. before
0: she goes Aren't home from babysitting. you offer me a drink? And he's like, No. What? And when she, when, when he's like classic
1: Mister Collins, like, where am I? Like, who are you people?
0: (laughs) When he's like, I think you're a little bit too young for that. She's like, Oh, come on, I'm more mature. Like, and like, he's kind of like, that's not the point. Like, the fact that you're mature is not the point of why I'm not going to give you
1: alcohol right now. You're sixteen.
2: Five more years.
1: (laughs) Teddy, we're leaving. (laughs) We're moving. We are getting into
2: a different school district.
0: (laughs) We're really keeping everybody in suspense here. What does Winston do with a punch? He's
2: spills it all over her white dress and and Suzanne flips out as we know she's going to. She
1: she can apparently hold it together and keep this gaslighting ruse and just the ruse of her life of being a perfect, adorable, sweet person uh, until the ugly boy spills on her dress.
0: Yes, and how weird is it that this was apparently Winston's plan all along? If one one of the other boys
1: had spilled on her dress, she would have been been fine. But because it was the ugly boy who had already called her 12 times and sang to her...
0: So and I guess I don't really his... mean all along, but it was his plan from right. when he heard, from when overheard he was, yeah, this in the speech, which we don't learn yeah. until later. But yeah, it's like, how strange is it that this is the thing that gets everybody yeah. to see the truth. I not, did only, not see that coming. Not no. only yeah. that Suzanne... It was a big twist. Basically, if, if listeners are confused, it is a little confusing because just because... But, you know, by virtue of the fact that Suzanne is mean, very, very mean to Winston, and bursts out, little twerp, you've been Mm -hmm. annoying me, you suck, and, I mean, he has been annoying. But just because she does that, suddenly Aaron Dallas, who was her date that night, is, like, walking away. And then she starts yelling at him, like, don't you walk away from me like that. And then everybody's, like, guess she lied about Mr. Collins. Everyone just
1: collectively goes, oh, it!" she totally lied about Mr. Collins.
0: They
2: all know now.
0: And then, um, you know, then she goes home.
2: Yeah.
1: And then she, we, we never hear from her and ever what again, what is right? going to
2: happen with her and Pete? Like, are they just going to talk about the evil things that they they're, did and they're like, we still love each other? Her and Pete are going
1: to be fine. Does yeah, she ever away. come back?
2: I don't think so. No.
1: She <laughs> Do we hear like about but, someone in New York like yeah. dying in a murder suicide, and it's like Pete and? But Ms. honestly, Van.
2: I like her and find her more interesting than Jessica. Yeah, Jessica's <laughs> the worst. And so the fact that, that these readers
1: have to just, like put up with Jessica for three hundred and fifty <laughs> more books, it's like uh, I'd rather have Suzanne because at least yeah. she's intelligent. She, she might be in a awful, way. but she's like an evil genius. Yeah. Whereas Jessica is just a mean moron.
2: Yeah. Well, oh my so- god, I like Chopin. <laughs> I think
0: it's okay. <laughs> You guys are leading me like, like a horse to water into the section of the podcast where I ask you, are you a <laughs> Jessica or an Elizabeth?
2: A I'm sorry, I hate myself. No, I'm not.
1: <laughs> we talked about this before yeah. recording, and we're both Elizabeths. Although yeah. I'm probably more of a Winston Egbert in real life, <laughs> and mm-hmm. she's more of a... An Enid. Enid.
2: An Enid, yeah. yes. I would have said that too. Right. Yeah, um, I'm just like the steadfast best friend who like kind of stays out of the drama, but mm-hmm. will help out. Yeah, if someone asks me to. Yeah,
1: Enid, had, she she was pretty pretty sane. Aside from you know the the obvious one living point, in Sweet Valley House. <laughs> <there.
0: laughs> At one point, Carolyn Pierce tells Enid about the. Uh, the rumor that Elizabeth has been acting weird lately, Nina's and Enid like, is like, what? I don't think so, and Carolyn yeah. is like, Don't you even know your best friend? Like, yeah, it's like slow your roll, bitch <laughs> I do know my best friend. Uh, just because somebody tells you something doesn't mean you should go around telling other people yes. as if it were true. Totally. And so she's the one. Enid is the one who tells Liz. Like there's right. this thing happening.
1: So. But as yeah. terrible as Jessica is, it's very sad to me that Elizabeth constantly makes excuses for her. And Todd is on to this. He's yes. not cool with it at all. But multiple times in the book, like, Suzanne says something like, oh, I really wish I had a sister. And Elizabeth says, well, you haven't met my sister. She's <laughs> the fucking worst. But, you know, but I, nah, love she, that, I love her, buddy. She, if you've met her, like, you would hate her. <laughs> so, <laughs> she pretty much says that a few She's times. trying to play oh. both sides of Yeah, it. so I'm like, we need yeah. to make a decision here.
2: And one thing... About Jessica that I feel like comes up in so much media. And having, been, having gone to school in New York oh. City is the appeal and the allure of New York City at the beginning of this yeah. book that Jessica has that I just still do not understand
1: to not this again. day. Uh,
0: there's a really funny line about that when Jessica is fantasizing about what it's going to be like to uh-huh. be in New York. I hear there are tons of exciting men in New York. Lila was there last summer, and she said they were
1: everywhere.
2: <laughs> and Liz says, "Like Pokemon, there was, there's one, there's one."
1: Those are homeless people.
0: But then Liz says, "Just watch out; one of them might try to snatch your
1: purse." <laughs> yeah, right. Real talk. Yeah,
2: Real yeah. Talk.
0: One it's of those. True. One you of mind. those. Um, exciting men. So
2: they're not. They're yeah. not there. I
0: didn't. You didn't find too many Fine, exciting too men bad. in New York. I'm but sure they're there somewhere. Speak, I,
1: I can speak for myself as a 16-year-old. I was not fantasizing about like women, right? I wasn't like, yeah. oh, man, I can't wait to meet <laughs> women when I go to New York on vacation. Right. I assume that you as a 16-year-old girl would... Also, not be thinking like, oh man, men. Am I right? I was just really excited
2: to go to the film school, right? In that happened to be in New York City. Honestly, being in New York was less about, oh my god, it's the big city, and more about like, I don't want to be on a quad. Yeah, I didn't. I did not want
1: those. That's what I was excited
2: about. Yeah, but like the fact that New York is played up as this crazy city of dreams in all media is pretty weird to me.
0: I think Jessica would be super into frat life. Yeah, yes. oh sure. For like for sure a month until yeah. it all works when Jessica out. goes to Sweet Valley
1: College, which Sweet what? Valley University. Mm, it's real. Is that what it, I feel like they call it? College. No, it's Stephen KDU. goes to Sweet Valley
0: College. Oh. As does George. Oh, but yeah. there
1: is there is a university later that she on. There's goes a
0: series to. called Sweet Valley University that they go to. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure she. You know,
1: that's really where she has her sexual awakening.
0: Probably. I hope. Let's hope. <laughs> That she waits that long. I just want them to be safe.
1: Is this where, where is this where we start talking about like the the rape culture of this book?
0: Um, I think we should save that for extra drama. Uh-huh. <laughs> but for now, I just want to thank you guys both so much for yeah. being on the show. Yeah. Um, I do. This book was a doozy, right? Did you guys was love a it? it was I really a fun ride. Yeah, it
1: was super fun. I couldn't
0: believe it. It's kind of amazing what the this book is able to make out of such a yeah. thin plot. Uh-huh. Like uh, another yeah. girl comes to town. Thank you so much for being on the show, Sinead, Will. You're welcome. Um, listeners, welcome back to Sweet Valley Diaries for season two. To find out what's going on with the show, you can always check out sweetvalleydiaries.net. You can find me on Instagram at Sweet Valley Diaries or on Twitter at Sweet Valley. Send me an email if you have thoughts about this book or about Sweet Valley High in general, sweetvalleydiaries at me.com. I want to thank Jocelyn Schofield for the song. Beautiful boys. And I want to thank you for listening. Now is the first time ever where I'm going to say rate and rescribe my. Sh-
1: Rescribe
0: Uh, it. Ready to rescribe Rescribe. my show.
1: Smash that rescribe button. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes, please rescribe to my show on iTunes and write me a review. I just saw that today. I have a four star review that says my show is decent, so that's nice.
2: (laughs) Pretty good. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, I have have also a really super glowing four star review that says that I'm amazing. But there are five stars, you guys. Five stars is the max, and I would love. Yeah, I would love to have five stars. But really, I just uh, I want. Your stars. love and support and subscription. And I want
1: your subscription. You can follow me at WJ Stroblight on Instagram and Twitter. And where's Sinead?
2: I'm at Sinead Prasad on Twitter, but you can't probably spell that.
1: P E R S A U D. And how about for Shipwrecked?
2: Oh, we're at Shipwrecked Comedy on Twitter and Insta and the YouTube yeah. Shipwrecked Comedy. And your, isn't your
1: Instagram different? It's Sinead Persuade.
2: Yeah, I'm Sinead Persuade that, That's easier, to that's much But definitely here. look up Shipwrecked yeah. on
0: check, YouTube. Check them There's out. tons of awesome stuff to
2: watch. And it's really stuff. fun. Nerd Literally stuff.
0: Nerd Literally nerd yeah. stuff. Y'all know you love that nerd stuff. Listen to a book podcast <laughs> about books from the 80s. Love you. Love you. Oh
2: my God, bye. <laughs>
1: Francine Pascal can't be real. She right?
0: She's real. She's real. Oh, but she's
2: more real than over your ghost writers Ghostwriters.
1: But the writer doesn't even have his or she, her name do, on though. the cover. Though. Oh, but to, like, Kate here.
0: They all—they're yeah. all written by Kate Williams.
2: Yeah, is she the only ghostwriter? Or is she another?
1: How deep ghost? does this go? Maybe she's a ghost.
2: Twelve so about, and you
1: know, up. Twelve and up.
2: I know,
0: Oof. right?